Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Trevor Davis, wealth coach at Total Wealth Academy. I'm very happy to be back. I was off last week because I was not feeling too great. So I apologize for not being here last Wednesday live, but here I am back again. And I want to start off with, of course, the quote with every show from Albert Einstein, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. But without further ado, I want to be the breaking news source for you in case you are just listening to my radio show and you have not checked your phone or your computer in the last seven minutes because it is official. The Fed hikes its benchmark interest rate by three quarters of a point, the biggest increase since 1994. Officially reported seven minutes and 22 seconds ago on CNBC.com, written by Jeff Cox. It is official, folks. It is on and things are going to be changing very very quickly here in the immediate future there's going to be a lot of change coming in the stock market in real estate in cryptocurrency in everything that has to do with investments involving the united states of america and as a result really the rest of the world because our economy is the core of the world's economy to repeat it is official the Fed has raised interest rates by three quarters of a point. So 0.75, that is the biggest increase since 1994. Now, the articles that I'm reading, of course, are going to be predicting what is going on and trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen. And that's news in general, isn't it? They're trying to get you on top of what's going on without the complete picture and, of course, without truly knowing what's really going to happen. You never know what's really going to happen until it's happened. So we're going to see what's going to happen to the stock market. And you could probably take a look at it for the rest of the day and see exactly what is going to happen after this news has been released and it's been processed. And for illustration purposes, I went ahead and just went straight to the NASDAQ 500 and literally right as 2 p.m. rolled around we've already seen a decrease from 147 to 146 so just one dollar reduction but everything else was pretty steady up and down and then literally immediately at 2 p.m. we see a steady uh, straight down slope so we're gonna see exactly what happens for the rest of the day um, but that's not a pretty start for the exact nine minutes and 26 seconds that this information has been released. So keep track of the stock market today um, to understand what is going on because we're about to hit what could be one of the biggest bear markets the United States has ever faced. Hopefully not as bad as the Great Recession itself, but we're going to be seeing something incredibly different, incredibly challenging within the next year that's going to shake a lot of people's financial futures to the foundation. If you're not going to be on top of this recession that is coming, that may have started right now, 10 minutes ago, you're going to be 
in an extremely bad financial situation. You know, if you spent your time looking at all the stock information, watching the news every day, shouldn't there be a payout to you? Shouldn't there be something you get out of all this attention and time and this stress that you're spending on this market that you ultimately don't have control over? But shouldn't you be taking advantage of this market so that even though this recession is coming and is happening as I'm speaking to you, are you going to take advantage of this market? Are you going to take full advantage of the fact that you can still make money in a down market? And as a matter of fact, most real estate investors make more money in the down market because there are more houses available. Prices are lower. People have to lose their houses, unfortunately, because they get laid off. They get the corporate restructuring line or something happens that causes their fi immediate financial situation to get bad enough that they can no longer afford that mortgage. We know right now that inflation is going up like crazy, and that's the main reason why they're trying to curb that with the rate increase to start slowing down this flow of money. But the flip side of that is that that increases the chance of this recession. And I do not think it's going to be avoided at this point at all. It's just a matter of time. It always has been a matter of time, and we are beyond overdue. The recessions that we've looked at over the past 100 years have occurred on average every six years. The previous recession was, you know, 14 years ago in 2008. Let's, you know, 13 years, 2009. But that is over twice the amount of time that we've been waiting for a recession to happen. Recessions have to happen. I hate to be the one to say it. But they have to happen because that's part of the economic cycle. We cannot pretend like we're in La La Land Disney World all of the time dealing with the high market. That's not how this works. There are ups and downs. And if your financial strategy is only to make money in an up market, you're going to get in trouble when the down market comes because it's going to come. It's here. The down market is here, or at least we're at the official stage where that big transition is going to occur with this news today. This could be the turning point that gets us on track to the down market, at the very least, is what I believe. So to say one more time, it's official. We've got three quarters of a point increase, the biggest increase since 1994. The Federal Reserve just announced this 13 minutes ago. So please take a look at your stock portfolios. Please be careful. Please make sure you understand what's going on and you're not putting yourself in a bad financial position. There's a lot of challenges that come with this market. There's going to be a lot of people that have stock portfolios that they don't really have control of. Classic situation, the 401k. This is a very conservative style of planning. They're trying to get you a consistent return with the up and down markets. And you won't necessarily be able to just sell all of your stock right now in order to, in my mind, save it for when the down market hits its lowest point, buy the stocks that you want again, and then watch as they go up in value 
through the transition back to the high market. The market is not a straight line. It's an up and down. So why would you have put your money into something like a 401k that's going to screw you over, stress you out during the down markets? No one is happy to see their portfolios go down in value. But that's the long-term play in these situations, and that's a long-term hope, especially when you don't have control. So my strategy in the stock market is going to be to buy at the lowest point, wait it out, and sell as high as I can once we get to the new high market. I suggest that you do that and also get some real estate into your portfolio, guys. Be prepared for this recession. told that it's normal to lose money in the down market? That's just not true. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, CEO of Total Wealth Academy. Our clients make money in both the up and down markets while creating a lifetime income stream with passive real estate investing. If you have $100,000 or more to invest, you should consider this to protect and grow your money. To find out more, please attend our free sample class live or online. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com and click the free sample class button. Thank you. have not heard and in case you are tuning in now it is official the federal reserve has raised the interest rates by 75 basis points that's 0.75 of a point the biggest increase since 1994 it is official as of 1 p.m central time so the recession is here or the opening salvo of the recession is here one or the other but it is on and you need to be prepared for this. If you want to give us a call, give us a call at 281-558-5738. And you can talk to me directly on air, 281-558-5738. And if you want to send me an email, you can email me at trevor at totalwealthacademy.com. So if we know that the recession is coming, and we know the recessions are, well, ultimately inevitable, and this is just another phase of the economic system, what is somebody supposed to do? Our recommendation is to invest in real estate, especially during a down market. Because during down markets, you have lower market confidence. Many of the quote-unquote big box buyers are not moving as much money because they don't have as much flexibility to do so. You've also got more opportunity for the mom and pops, the independent real estate investors, to buy property because of that. When somebody loses their job during a down market and they have a mortgage, does the mortgage go away? Definitely not. They still have to pay the mortgage. They're responsible for it. The mortgage does not care the bank does not care or the giant banking system that owns the mortgage does not care if you cannot pay it you're supposed to pay it that's what you agreed to so if you can't you're gonna have to sell it or worst case you're going to make the mistake of getting into foreclosure or pre foreclosure that is the worst possible situation a lot of people can be in because getting foreclosed on means you cannot purchase a property for a period of seven years and that's a huge credit black mark. That is not something someone wants to get into. 
but this is something that happens far more often during the down markets so you have these houses that have to be sold when it has to be sold prices go down because you have to get it moved as fast as possible and you have low market confidence so there's not as many people looking to spend a ton of money on these properties when you have more properties there at the same time you have greater inventory with greater inventory means greater options so if you're not pricing your properties completely correctly somebody a homestead buyer or an investor can go down a few blocks or maybe even down the street and find another house for sale that's priced correctly buy it and you're still dealing with the property because you got it overpriced you have to make sure you're selling it for the correct price and this all becomes a balancing act because then people ask can I flip during down markets absolutely you can flip during a down market but you're gonna have to make sure that your outlook is realistic and your asking price is going to reflect what is going to be more of a down market but of course that's going to be reflected too in what you get it for so it should be proportional enough to each other that it's still going to be profitable and two you're still going to make the same amount of money on it as you would end up making on it during a high market people are still buying properties people are still moving around people are still looking to get their home or like us get these investments down now the big question becomes what is the big deal when it comes to real estate versus the stock market if somebody is in a 401k situation they've got their value they have minimal to no control of what it's doing during a down market they see their value go down 20 percent 33 percent I've talked to someone that lost right at 50 percent of their value during 2008 and in theory more and in theory 100% of the value could be lost if it got into the worst possible situation. But that's not really too likely when it comes to a 401k because they're going with some of the most credible stock portfolio options out there, some of the most stable and large companies. So is it possible? Yes. Likely, not so much. But losing 20, 33, or 50%, very, very possible and we're going to see a lot of people suffer through that when you're purchasing real estate you're not looking at something like a stock market the value of your property isn't really going up and down as radically as the stock market now you're gonna see slower periods and at some times in very very extraordinary situations lowered values but overall you're going to see a consistent increase in the value of the property because property is fixed it's a improvement on existing land there's only so much land in the world ultimately it's easier to secure that value and for the value to stay consistent without as many radical ups and downs like the stock market very very different and during these down markets you're looking at these properties that are cheaper easier to find easier to get into so this is something you've definitely heard me say multiple times but getting into the real estate is the easiest during a down market this is the time that we've been looking forward to not for the downsides 
because quite frankly, there are downsides to the up market, believe it or not. Not for the people that have to suffer from this down market, but it's ultimately the best market for real estate investors. And maybe that sounds a little cynical to talk about these people that get foreclosed on and then that becomes investing opportunities, but folks, it is what it is. Those houses are going to get purchased by somebody. Somebody is going to get that property. It's not just going to fade into the mist and it's not going to just be kept by that person who can't pay. That's not what happens. So somebody is going to purchase this property and I suggest that you consider purchasing a property like that at a very reasonable price. You can use a hard money loan to purchase this property as well and your out-of-pocket becomes substantially lower. Now I get a ton of questions about hard money loans working here because when you hear a loan most people are familiar with a traditional conventional loan but a hard money loan works very very differently the hard money loan is based on what the repaired value of the property is going to be so if you take a house and let's say it was being sold for a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars when it's fixed up it's going to be worth two hundred thousand dollars and lo and behold, you get the estimates done for the rehab, and it needs $45,000 in rehab. Because houses like that, they're probably stuck in the decade that they were built, and they have not been modernized at all. Maybe you've got a couple newer appliances that the seller ends up taking anyway. But it needs a complete modernization. And you're going to take that hard money loan with $150,000. You get 75% of that $200,000. Now, something I do have to tell people is that typically when you're starting out, the first time you get this loaned, you're going to get 70%. So you're going to get, let me go ahead and do this math here, times 0.7, 150, you're gonna get 140,000. Of course. Now, anything that comes out from that amount after that amount is going to be covered by you. So, in this case, whenever we were getting this with the closing costs as well, with 75% down, that was going to be a $20,000 out of pocket. If you get 70% loan to you, you're going to get $30,000 out of pocket. Versus purchasing this property at $115,000, so there's $115,000 out of pocket, plus your $45,000 out of pocket, plus your $10,000 out of pocket. So that's $170,000 that someone wants to brag about buying cash. I've had a couple conversations with people up here, and these have actually been some of the most challenging conversations because when I suggest that someone purchases a property not with cash, but with a loan, there's battle mode in their eyes. Because many of us are taught that all debt is bad. And there's someone out there that says all debt is bad. And yet somehow everybody's comfortable, perfectly comfortable, with getting a conventional loan. That's debt. 
people seem to be comfortable with running up credit card debt. Well, there's more debt as well. But somehow the idea of going into debt with a hard money loan to purchase an investment property, cover the rehab, and then when you transition into a hold period for rental and you refinance it into conventional, the whole loan is paid off, it's still an issue? That's not something that I really understand. You have to understand then that there's going to be debt when you're leveraging your money. If you can purchase one property for a total of $20,000 out of pocket and you were about to go into this house for $170,000, well, right off the bat, you could buy eight similar properties with that $170,000 and have $10,000 left over. But instead, somebody would say that I need to buy this property cash. I need to have all the equity, quote unquote, in my name right then and there. But really, that's just locking your money up. So make sure you're looking into these hard money loans and leveraging them, especially during the down market. Because when we're leveraging hard money loans with the lowered prices in the down market, our out-of-pocket for real estate is $20,000. $15,000, $10,000, and many times less than $10,000. There was literally one property that we did where we had to go to the closing table, and this obviously, this wasn't the entire cost. There was a little bit more to it, but it was just so funny because we went to the closing table, and it was $47 and change. I want to say it was $47.94 at the closing table for the costs that were not covered at that point by the hard money loan. And that wasn't even right at 2008 either. This was actually right around 2014, which was still sort of a transitional market. So not even a full on down market. Now I'm not gonna say that you can go out and buy these houses for 47 bucks, but a couple thousand dollars, $5,000, $10,000, less than $20,000? It's going to be very worthwhile for you to invest that money in a piece of real estate instead of spending $20,000 in a losing stock like you're going to see with this recession. financial planner ask them these two questions one will I lose money in a down market two do I still pay you if I lose money if the answer to either question is yes fire them and come see us our clients make money in both the up and down markets and create a lifetime income stream with passive real estate investing to find out more please attend our free sample class live or online visit totalwealthacademy.com and click the free sample class button that's totalwealthacademy.com thank you Welcome back, everybody, and we are at the halfway point, and in case you are just tuning in, I'm going to be saying this at the beginning of every section to make sure everybody knows, but it is official. The Fed has hiked its benchmark interest rate by three-quarters of a point, the biggest increase since 1994, so the down market is on, or it's about to get really cracking. It's, it's coming. If it's not here, it's coming. Now, I wanted to invite everybody out that's interested to our teens class this Friday. It's going to be at our office. You don't have to be a member to attend. Just send me an email, trevor at totalwealthacademy.com if you're interested in taking this course. 
it's optimized for teens, but if you're an adult or young adult, good for you as well, because it's going to teach a lot of the introduction to how to get into real estate, as well as some of the fundamental principles to building wealth with real estate. So if you've got kids, you want to bring them out. If you've got a smart cookie who's younger than teen and wants to come, that's absolutely welcome as well. So just send me an email if you're interested in taking this class, Trevor, at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Now, I went ahead and got the latest update right now now about what the S&P 500 is doing. And if you go straight to NASDAQ.com, you can see a fun little graph that shows you in um, very, very spooky looking kind of reddish salmon coloring the fact that the market is going down dramatically uh, since 36 minutes and 22 seconds ago at 2 p.m. Eastern time, so 1 p.m. our time. We started at right at, boom, 3,786, and we are currently at 3,735. So we've already lost 50 points on the S&P 500 just in the last 36 minutes and 45 seconds. So this hike news has caused already some interesting results in the stock market as to be predicted. And I, I say as to be predicted because we know that this was going to happen. It happens every single time we have these rate hikes. It's why part of why they do this to control the market and make it behave in the way they want it to before things get too ridiculous and out of control in the extreme high market that we've been dealing with for the, I mean, let's say it started with right in the middle of COVID two years ago. You know, we had a very interesting reaction to COVID that most people did not expect. And we ended up rebounding very, very strongly. And it's almost like most people don't really understand how strongly we rebounded from it. Because everywhere I look, it seems like people are crowding places more. There seem to be more cars on the road in Houston. There seems to be more activity in the stock market and in real estate. And maybe this was all just the high market, and that's just part of it. But it's also the question of that's pretty crazy like how did that happen so effectively after covid we had that covid recession quote unquote but what happened after was a radical high market for a long period of time that almost extended the high market that already existed before the quote covid recession so Maybe it was just the reaction that people had going back to normal from COVID after they kept slamming that and all these ads that, hey, this is our new normal. This is life with COVID. It's like advertising sometimes can really, really make me annoyed, to put it politely. It's like, no, I, I don't like that term. I don't like saying that COVID is new normal. This it's not normal to say that something is not normal is normal, okay? Like, that's ridiculous. We don't need to settle. We never needed to settle for acting like COVID was going to be here forever because it wasn't. That's not a new normal. This is a temporary issue that we're dealing with. We don't have to go so far as to call it a new normal. I 
thought that was something that was pretty ridiculous. Now, anyway, Steve sent me a very interesting email this morning that talks about stocks compared to something that many of you know Steve is very interested in and loves to do. Just like me, Legos. It's an email with a link to a website that talks about the value of Legos. If you're familiar with Legos, you probably understand and know that many people collect Legos, have large collections, and sometimes sell these Lego sets, assembled or in boxes, used, and brand new, literally in the box, never opened. This is an article on Fortune.com. Now, one important thing that I want to start off with is that this article was published back in 2019. So three and a half years ago, because it was January, but the data they collected covered a period from 1987 to 2015. So that's a long period of time here. You've got a solid 28 years of time with this data. And what they found was that the average return of a Lego investor beat the stock market. The average return of a Lego investor beat the stock market. How much? Well, one point to be specific. The average return in Lego investors was 8%, where the average in the stock market from everything that I see, some people say six, seven, and eight. So I cut it right there in the middle and say it's seven. So one point greater than the stock market. Just slinging some Lego toys grabbing a couple kits, holding on to them for a little while, and selling them at a later date once the value goes up. Because LEGO doesn't make sets forever. It's a limited run for almost every set. So especially for expensive exclusive sets, you buy the set, you hold on to it for a couple years, you go to eBay and say, look, I've got the Millennium Falcon LEGO from 2010. It was originally retailed at 500. Here it is listed here for 1,200. This person makes $700 or more. That's obviously an example. And the overall rate, of course, is at that 8%. Not astronomical, but it just puts some of this into perspective. There's so much information out there and so much news coverage about the stock markets that a normal person growing up, like, you'd be pretty weird to deviate from stocks as your financial strategy because it's beaten into everybody as soon as they know how to learn, listen and talk. So we know that the stock market is there. We know that most people are invested in it, but the average rate of return is just 7%, and that's a 7% rate of return with inflation accounted for. You have your rate of return being right around 10%, so when the average inflation of 3% is accounted for, you're getting that 7%. That's the rate of return on average for people across the long term in the stock market. And we don't need to say anything more about the ups and downs at this point, but sometimes you're really happy, sometimes you're really sad, and really if you were doing the stock market intelligently and professionally, 
the theory would be that you do shorts whenever you know the down market's coming. So you get that value from doing the shorts or you buy in the lowest market possible, wait a couple years until it gets to a high point and then sell. But it ends up being a whole lot easier in theory than in fact because so many other things happen, so many other pressures occur. Sometimes companies fail. Sometimes there are dramatic failures in companies that cause the stock to plummet and people lose, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of value. Now, we know someone like Tesla who invested, someone who invested in Tesla years ago would probably be very happy even now because their rate of return was astronomical. But you don't really know what that stock is going to do. If you had a great personal confidence in Elon Musk himself and you just somehow believed in him and knew that he was going to do this, you know, I, I support that. I support supporting a small, uh, well, this is not a small business by any means. Let's put it that way. He comes from a very wealthy family and he started off in South Africa in some of the diamond mines there in the industry in there. So Tesla didn't start off small, but you'd still be taking a risk, small or large, because you don't know what it's going to do. But the Tesla investors are very, very happy. Um, but we'll see how happy they are with this down market and this news today as Tesla stocks start to plummet as well. Um, once we get back, we'll wrap up with some more of the stock updates after the Fed announced that rate hike. Hi, this is Steve Davis of the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Most people think they need hundreds of thousands of dollars to successfully invest in real estate. That's simply not true. If you have 100000 or more, you can begin passive investing today. No worrying with contractors or tenants, and you get all the benefits of real estate investing. To find out more, please attend our free sample class live or online. Visit TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com, and click the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment of today's show. Um, I have some very interesting minor updates, and we'll see what exactly this means with the exciting rise and fall of the stock market. But all of a sudden, over the last 15 minutes, the stock market shot up on the SSP 581.39 points. So now from that starting point of 3786, it's now at 3800. So we just increased 18 points overall. Nice. Um, but it's still a little strange, but it kind of got me thinking that, man, just looking at stocks is kind of fun and exciting. It's just, it's just like you don't know what's going to happen. You see it just go up and down with no control. And it just makes me really consider how this is something that draws so many people in. It's very, very easy to go onto your app on your phone. And I have Chase, for example, as one of my apps. And I can go into Chase, and I can go into the stock thing and start investing in stocks just right there. That doesn't require really any analysis. It doesn't require you to get approved for a loan. It doesn't require your credibility to really be established or verified. It doesn't require thousands of dollars necessarily out of pocket. You can invest in stocks that are a couple bucks. I mean, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 
Tesla stock is less than a thousand. I last I saw was like around six hundred. Let's see what Tesla's sitting at right now. Yeah, six ninety-eight. It doesn't require a whole lot, and you don't have to do really any work. I mean, it's just going to do what it's going to do, whether you want it to or not. So it's fun. The stock market is very, very fun. And I would definitely say that something that draws people to it is that fun factor and that loss of control factor. Because ultimately you can, something good happens, you're a genius. If something bad happens, you didn't have any control over it. It was the stock market. It is something you have no power over and something bad happened that you never could have influenced. So it's almost like this win-win um, lazy investing strategy that might pay out for you and in all likelihood will probably just get you 7% in the grand scheme of things as it's proven to do over the past 100 years. But we have to keep in mind that I'm only looking at the one-day analysis, literally the day analysis. We're still looking at year-to-date going down on the S&P 500 from 4,796 to the 3,800 that I'm looking at right now. So that's right at 1,000 points lost over this past half of a year. Well, about to be half a year once June is officially completed, less than half a year. And we've seen a consistent downtrend throughout the year. So interesting, fun news as the stocks effectively rebound quickly after the reveal of the Fed's hike. But we're going to have to see what it's going to really be doing in the longer term because this is not going to be something that's going to affect the stock market for the period of 52 minutes and 27 seconds that we've been in here. There's going to be significant ramifications for the stock market over the next couple days, the next couple of weeks, and the next couple of months. And that's if we don't see another readjustment from the Fed. That's even if they don't decide to raise the rates again which they honestly there's a good chance of them doing it again because if inflation does not slow down they're going to have to do it again they don't have a whole lot of choice at this phase of the economic cycle so it all becomes very very confounding and a little bit confusing in my mind because you see the ups and downs you're trying to understand what's going on you're trying to get on top of it and it's all just confusing too because everybody's telling you to do the 401k strategy everybody at your work your bosses your managers the people that have been there longer than you the person who's going to be retiring next year your parents your teachers and everybody's been talking about stocks and as much as I am critical of stocks as much as I've been critical of stocks during today's radio show it's not something I tell people to avoid completely because if you want to do some stocks I encourage you to do it because you can make money in it but ultimately the foundation of your wealth should be real estate 
this should be the rock on which you build all of your other investments. Real estate should allow you to invest in stocks, to invest in a business, or invest in your own business or venture. But you're going to have something that's always going to be there, something to fall back on, and something that doesn't really fling itself around like the S&P 500 on a daily basis. I mean, could you imagine if you looked at the value of your real estate on a daily basis like people look at the stock market? And somebody could say, oh, the yesterday it ended up raining on my house and that caused its value to plummet um, 20%. Well, shucks, I guess that's just the way it goes. Like, that sounds insane and psychotic, but it's almost like, it's like I'm trying to think of something that could be comparable and how silly that sounds to what affects the stock market sometimes. But if people were seeing something like that affect their real estate, I can assure you that real estate investors would be losing their minds. That's not something that we real estate investors are wanting to deal with. That's actually one of the most common reasons why people come to Total Wealth Academy and learn about real estate and not nuke their entire stock portfolio, but buy a couple pieces of property and invest in something that's more stable like real estate. Because it is more stable. You can't look at something that's averaging the 7% and going up and down like crazy and to, to say it's stable. You know, stable is a straight line. And yeah, neither is real estate, but it's nowhere near what you're looking at in the stock market when you've got a renter in there on a consistent basis, when you've got renters coming to you more often during the down market because you've got these people that lost their homes, unfortunately, and had to become renters. That's another funny thing about the down market. It's actually easier to rent your properties during a down market too. Slightly easier, but nonetheless easier. It's certainly not more difficult. You're certainly not looking at a down market in real estate to be like, oh, the up market is whenever I make all my money because that's when the house is rented and the down market, no one rents. Can you imagine if that's what we were dealing with in the real estate world? People would really be losing their minds if that were the situation. But that's not at all how it works in real estate. People have to have some place to live. People have to have a house to raise their kids. They have to have an address in a certain neighborhood for a certain school or a certain area that allows them to get to their job with a reasonable commute or whatever reason it is someone wants to purchase that property. But someone needs to get that property. There's always going to be people who want to search for that property. If you've got your house, I mean, I mean, look, if, if you're going to get your house rented, I mean, it's, it's not fancy. It, it's nice floors, nice countertops, nice cabinets, but you're not going to turn this into a palace or a mansion. It's safe, it's clean, it's pretty, it's functional, it works, but it's not going to be something like the royal palace of the House of Saudi in Arabia. It's not, it does not have to be like that. And then you shoot a sign in the yard, put it in the street to where it faces the driving angle, and I have to say that because anytime someone asks me, like, why isn't my house renting? 
four out of five times, it's because they literally don't have a sign in the yard. It's literally that easy to get your house rented. Put a sign in the yard for rent, put the phone number on it, somebody calls, pick up, give them the information, tell them the qualifications, and then go from there. And these cash flows that we're looking at, for cash flow alone, that's not accounting for the other three ways that real estate makes money, your goal is to hit $300 a month with all expenses are done. So you're going to cash flow minimum $3,000 with 10 houses. And that's not even the biggest benefit either because that $3,000 a month, $36,000 a year is not taxed as a W-2 job. You depreciate the assets and your, your tax rate is easily sometimes less than 50% of what it would otherwise be. So folks, to wrap up today, we have the Fed hiking interest rates by 75 basis points, so 0.75 that point. The recession is coming, or if it's not here already, you need to get ready for it. So folks, if you want to take a sample class, reach out to us at TotalWealthAcademy.com. This is Trevor Davis. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.